Coming up on tonight's episode of Don't Panic, we have a lot of news to get through, including Fire TV Stick, uh, payments shenanigans between NFC and currency. We also talk about Amazon bleeding cash, Facebook's new rooms, and a lot of cord-cutting news. It's a great episode of Don't Panic, and it's coming up next. This is Don't Panic, episode number 68, recorded October 27th, 2014, on HBO Going, The Fire Stick, and Payments BS. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Don't Panic, the technology podcast that uh, is great for all you cord cutters out there, which means you can take the $50 you'd spend on cable and maybe send it our way. Didn't hurt to ask. Uh, I'm Sean Jennings, and I am joined by the uh stanley cup and lombardi trophy of technology our world champions ladies and gentlemen dan miller and colby rabidou guys what is going on usa USA. (laughs) i was trying to think i don't even know what the baseball trophy does it have a name or is it just like the baseball trophy i don't know you know the one with all the little flags on it it's like the World Series trophy. trophy. Is that really the best they could come up with? It's not <laughs> named. Is it named after like, t- like Mister World Todd World Series, the founder of the World Series? Could be. I. I have an echo. Like I can hear myself back. Is that better? Uh yes, that's much better. All right. <laughs> that was for the music, and I forgot to turn it off because we're trying new editing this week. Um, and if it doesn't work, I'll just go back and fix it because we can do that. Um, well, guys, I hope you're excited for as much news as as I am this week. Yeah, we didn't even get to all of it last week. No, we've got some some runovers. So, any particular place you guys want to start on the uh, on the list? Yeah, let's start with HBO since that happened almost two weeks ago now. Oh yeah, I was I thought that was a new article. No, as we just hadn't gotten. No, I was so excited for it last week. I'm like, we can't get away with between that and CBS. I said we've got to talk about these. We had two big pieces of news for uh, those of you who are looking to cut that cable. Um, uh, HBO CEO confirmed at a Time Warner event uh, last week that HBO is planning to launch a quote standalone, over-the-top HBO Go subscription at some point in 2015. It will be offered in the United States with no plans to bring it overseas. Um, that's pretty much all we know about it, to be completely honest. Um, people seem really excited. We don't yet know the exact date of launch, what will be included, what the price will be, um, or any of that, other than the fact that HBO Go will be available without a cable subscription. Um, are you guys excited for, for HBO to go over? I wish there was more to it. It's really such a kind of, it got people so excited, but it's really a non-announcement announcement. Yeah, I I'm not optimistic that here's here's my cynical TV take on this is that the HBO subscription will just be a standalone version of what HBO already offers on Amazon Prime. Maybe with some extra stuff, but probably not the stuff you really want. Oh, so you think it's going to be all like archived content and Yep. They didn't say cuz HBO, I've never had HBO so I don't know, but I HBO must show reruns, right? Um, of current shows, yeah. It's not. I don't think they are like The Sopranos or or any shows oh, okay. of old that I know right. of. I I don't have HBO, but when I did have it for a little while, I don't really. Rec- it's mostly movies. It it still really is mostly movies. Yeah. Um. I so I'm gonna not be such a negative. <laughs> and say that, that it sounded is... like you uh, got censored there for a second. <laughs> no self-censoring perhaps um no i i i'm gonna hold out hope that this will be like their hbo subscription will be hbo go in its current form and i'll be able to watch game of thrones because that's all i want and once i get this would be perfectly timed with my my cable subscription renewing and going up from the first year price like promo price and then i could just drop the tv and get get my uh my hbo over the internet your tv just physically well (laughs) (laughs) drop the cable connection to my tv (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I think the there are three main things people have. I'll be, I'm happy to be negative, Nancy. Any day of the week, I will be negative, Nancy. Three, <laughs> Colby Shake said. There's three kind of main concerns people have brought up. The first is Dan, what you said, where it, it's it's you don't get all of HBO. It's limited, whether it's just archived, whether there's a week or a month or a year delay in new content, what have you. It's not the full experience. The second is the price. We don't know the price, and I, I'm curious to see what you guys, A, think the price will be, and then B, what you would be willing to pay for HBO. Go over, over, you know, over the top. I'm So I'm inclined to think it's going to be more than Netflix, which in a way is kind of silly because it's certainly less content than you get on Netflix. Um <clears throat> But I think I think I would be willing to pay up to fifteen dollars a month. Uh, so if it's if it's full, as you said, over the top HBO subscription with all the shows, like yeah. ten minutes after they come out, just like HBO Go is now, mm-hmm. if you're a subscriber, I would pay upwards of fifty dollars a month for that. But I would not pay 50? for it all year. I would not pay for oh. it all year. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you would pick and choose. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if it's, HBO yeah. could offer me, if there was a show I wanted to watch as much as Game of Thrones on every week, all year long, I would pay $50 a month for that. Wow. So that's a, yeah. I would pay a premium. Dan, can you buy, like, can you get like Game of Thrones on Amazon Instant or anything? Like, can you, you cannot, purchase it like on iTunes or like? Uh, yeah. There's usually you, like a whole year or two delay though. <clears throat> oh, Sometimes really? Two years. Yeah, yeah it's massive. Why? Same with the Blu-ray and and all that. I don't understand. Yeah, so the Blu-ray of season four doesn't come out until February seventeenth, twenty fifteen. Oh my and God. the streaming probably won't come out until a year after that. I don't oh, even know if I you can stream season three yet. So that, that that's not like that for network TV, right? You can just oh, yeah. like, yeah, yep. Okay. So you can stream uh, season three for four dollars per episode or thirty nine dollars for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I would pay fifty to sixty dollars to get that immediately. I see. Yeah, and and you're right, Colby. The the pay networks are traditionally way more exclusive about that even cable um you'll have at least for purchase episodes up within a day or a week um right. that that is really kind of a pay tv thing yeah i see okay that's that's a bummer i would also pay for that like thinking about it that way i would probably like really all i want hbo go for is game of thrones <laughs> wow and, like i've watched some other stuff but it really i don't know I've not found it to have that much to offer me besides Game of Thrones. Now, that's that's incredible. I've never seen Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's amazing to me that people would pay that much or be that dedicated for one single show. That That is really fascinating to me. I mean... It's good. It's pretty good is what you're saying. Yeah, there are other shows in the past that if they were still on, I would do that for. But none of them are still on. Well, and I think... I think HBO is probably one of the only networks that could probably get away with this because I do think they – it's not just – you talk about shows like Veep and Silicon Valley, which I think are both excellent. You talk about mm-hmm. – um, help me name me other HBO shows quick. That's so, all any, Anything else on HBO? Come on, anything. <laughs> I think – those were the only ones I would have known, uh, and I wouldn't have been able to come up with them off the top of my I head. Know, even if you had True Blood it. just ended, but that was kind of terrible. Oh, True Detective? True Detective. Oh, yeah, Season yeah. Season 2 is going to be coming out. Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk Empire, if you're, that just finished. Like the seat, the whole thing? Uh, yeah, this, the series finale just aired. Oh. Um, so, yeah, so I, I think HBO is one of the few networks with such a catalog. That plus the movies, which I think is something people undervalue, is that HBO isn't like Netflix and that Netflix doesn't get – even a year or two after they've been on DVD, Netflix doesn't have a lot of movies. They're getting better, but HBO has movies before they're on DVD. And I think yeah. that's yeah. a huge advantage that I think people don't... People think it's just about the TV and the Game of Thrones, but I think the movies are a big aspect, too. I mean, 
I would pay, I think that 15, I think 20 would be kind of an aggressive price. I think I'd pay 15. I'm expecting them to do it at 19.99 is going to be my set prediction. I think they will. Mm-hmm. And, and I think they're going to make a shit ton of money doing it. And people are going to subscribe at 20. I really think they will. Yeah. I mean, people do love streaming stuff. Well, and people love HBO. That's what, that's what this is about. People freaking love HBO. People really? love HBO so much, they will get 60 channels they don't want just to get HBO. <laughs> you know? And, and I, yeah, that's probably true. And that's why I think they can get that premium over Netflix or Hulu or any of these other services is because it's it's a it's a it's got brand affinity, it's got feeling, and it's got content. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I guess we'll see. I'm gonna keep my hopes high because I do like it. Yeah, we can only hope. We'll keep an eye on it, keep you informed, the viewer, as we uh, as it gets closer. But we'll go from trendy hip HBO to the plays in the back room of retirement homes channel CBS, <laughs> um, <coughs> who launched their own internet television service. It's called CBS All Access, and it's available for the bargain basement price of five ninety nine a month. Uh, wow. what, what does that mean for you? Well, you get local you get a stream of your local CBS station, so similar to Aereo where you're just going to get a kind of repeat of your local station um without any of the good DVR functionality or anything like that. Um and it will block some co- content including NFL games which defeats the whole purpose. Um you'll also get next day access to 15 new series and all past seasons of eight current shows. Uh, including Survivor, um, and you'll get over 5,000 episodes of classic shows, including Star Trek and Twin Peaks, among others, which will be presented ad-free. Um, it is through CBS's website and iOS and Android apps. Um, Wait, are all of these things ad-free or only some of them? So the next day, at new current airing seasons will have ads. It is only classic quote-unquote shows that will not have ads. Deal breaker. Yeah, but you know... Not that I was going to buy it, but like... Well, I think the NFL is kind of baloney. I mean, I feel like there's... there's The reason for that is not that CBS wouldn't, doesn't want to stream the games. It's that the NFL is like, oh, fuck no. No, I, I agree. It's just I think that's one of the big reasons people are like... I will pay you CBS so I don't have to have cable but can still watch the NFL. And it's – this kind of blows around that. But I do think it is inter- – and I think five ninety nine is a very compelling price. Yeah. Yeah. It, that It does seem pretty accessible. Um, yeah. I mean I guess, again, if you don't want to pay for TV and you don't – like you like watching NCIS like the rest of the world. Um <laughs> or at least some people apparently. <laughs> I can't I can't believe that show is still on. It's gotta be like dentist waiting. This blows or my something. mind. I don't know. I like watch I remember like in high school watching that show for like years with my parents and it's still on. Like I went to college and graduated and have worked for like two years now. It's still going. <laughs> yep. Believe it's it still not. not the longest continuously running TV show, right? Oh, well, it, wasn't that uh, ER? Does no. ER still hold that? No, do you, Dan. Do you, uh, uh, trivia: the longest running scripted live action television show is um, Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke ran for twenty or twenty plus seasons. I've never even heard of that. The yeah. the longest running. Non-scripted is 60 minutes, and the longest-running animated is The Simpsons. Wow. The Simpsons is still on, right? It is. Sean, it's like you're preparing to make a game show podcast or something. (laughs) No, I just have too much free time is really the problem. Um, Uh, Slight slight tangent. Um, Speaking of animated shows, I started watching Bob's Burgers on Netflix yesterday. Oh, really? Pretty satisfying. I like it. Oh, that's I, excellent. I love Bob's Burgers. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the one where he got stuck in the wall and also the one where they had dinner theater and the, the actual robber came in. Yes, yes. That show is so... Keep keep getting through it because it, it just stays as funny. 
I would not have thought that show was good at all, but now I guess we'll have to watch it. It's, it's not good in like the way Family Guy is good. It's a it's a, it's a I, uh, different sort of humor, I think. Is Family Guy good though? Ooh. I think Family Guy is good. <laughs> I enjoy Family Guy. I I mean I recognize that it's not like it's kind of low brow, but I Family Guy was good. I think is that's, that's, I I'll, I'll that. also say I haven't watched Family Guy in years. Like I haven't watched since I don't know mid college maybe. It's very much The Simpsons. It's just going through the motions at this point and pumping out money for Fox. Right. <laughs> so yeah, Bob's Burgers is great. And when you're done with Bob's Burgers, I don't know if you've checked out BoJack Horseman on Netflix. That's the I other watched... one I saw and thought couldn't possibly be good. Oh, I watched like two episodes <laughs> when with my roommates when I was still in San Francisco, and it was kind of weird. It is. It's very weird, and it's very <laughs> edgy, and it's not. It's funny, but it's like very serious. It's it's it's. I really enjoyed it. That's all I'll say. All right. I would recommend it. Um. Man, good tangent, Colby. Thank you. We have TV episode. I have a TV pick too. Doesn't someone else have a TV? I do. Pick? I have a Netflix pick. Oh. And we talk about HBO and CBS. People call yourselves cord cutters. I know. Well, you know that's the problem with cord cutting. Now that everyone has their own service, we're going to be nickel and dimed to death. That's fine because I don't watch that much. Well, but you watch all these things on Netflix, right? All the things we just talked about. Um. Yeah. Well. I mean, I watch Bob's Burgers when it airs on Fox because I have a DVR and I tape it and I fast forward through the commercials. Ha, tape it. I know. Well, no, I'm I'm an impatient <laughs> person. It takes you have to wait an entire year for Bob, like Bob's Burgers to get on Netflix. Yeah, but you still haven't even watched Game of Thrones, so you, <laughs> you've got some time to fill. Yeah, but then I got to pay for HBO. <laughs> uh, but I already pay for satellite. Ah, uh, there's just no way. Read a book. That's my. <laughs> Uh, books won't nickel. Actually, Amazon might nickel and dime you, but that's for another day. Um, let's move on. Where would you guys like to go next? <clears throat> Any, uh... Ooh. I don't know. I, I, I was so excited about the HBO thing, I didn't uh, even look for well, it. Oh, I am excited. We can keep the, the TV rolling here and go to the Fire TV Stick thing. Yes, absolutely. Amazon... I was actually excited about that today. It, in the In the... In one of my least favorite product names of the year, the Fire TV Stick, which is actually the technical name of the product, <laughs> um, was announced today by Amazon. Um, it is a small dongle that plugs into your HDMI port. If you've ever seen a Chromecast, you get the idea. Very similar. Same with the uh, Roku streaming stick. Um, it has essentially all the same experiences as the full Fire TV uh, but it only costs you $39, and if you're a Prime subscriber, they're giving you a special discount for $19. You can get a Fire TV stick. I know. Um, irresponsible. It's got um, all the apps, your Hulus and Pandoras and Netflix and Amazon Instant Video. Um, what's interesting about the TV stick specifically is that it has 8 gigabytes of internal storage and a gigabyte of RAM, which is double the amount of RAM of the... Chromecast and four times the RAM of the Roku stick, so you can expect performance to be really great. It's the also the only one with uh, dual band Wi-Fi as well, um, so you're going to get a lot of power out of this. Uh, it does come with a hardware remote, which Chromecast doesn't, um, but it doesn't include the same remote that you get with Fire TV that allows you to talk into it. You can get that remote for an extra thirty dollars. You can also get the uh, uh, scrap. What I was going to say. There you go. Um, yeah, so there you go. The Fire TV Stick now available so, from Amazon. So yeah, I was excited about this because it's exactly like the Chromecast, about the same price, but better in like every way. How uh, so? You can control it from your smartphone, uh, but you also have a remote that you can control it with. And controlling it from your smartphone is is convenient sometimes, but it's not convenient other times. It's much better to have both options. Uh, and with the app, you can do voice search, just like you can on the Fire TV, which was one of the best features I heard of the uh, the Fire TV. Maybe Sean can confirm that. Uh, the The Chromecast is super janky switching between uh, episodes. It only just recently got the ability to auto like play the next episode, 
And everything else does, like Apple TV, PlayStation, Roku, they all do it seamlessly. They're already buffering the next one. They just kick you right in. The Fire Stick does that as well. Uh, seems like a huge win. I don't see why anyone would get a, a Chromecast at this point. I mean, I guess if you're all into casting tabs from your laptop onto the screen, but I don't think anyone's actually doing that. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I mean, I the the... <coughs> The only reason I liked the Chromecast was literally because of the price. Because it was so affordably priced, if you were not willing to spend anything, at least it worked. At least you could do stuff on it. I never thought it worked particularly well. I think this is honestly a no-brainer. Now, my argument, I've always been a big Roku guy. I've owned several. I love them. Um, I think it, it works quite well. The problem is Roku is always underpowered. They're always so poorly underpowered. And the short amount of time, if you remember, I reviewed Fire TV on the show. The speed was crazy. And it sounds like they put a similar experience into a stick for $20 you plug into your TV. Um, And again, Dan, I think you nailed it. The smartphone as a remote, especially on Chromecast, has never worked well, at least for me. Um, it ends up just being an enormous hassle. So I love having the physical remote of the Roku. Uh, but I think if I were out shopping today, I think this Fire TV stick is really compelling. Yep. Cool. Uh, I mean... Go ahead. I was going to say, well, like, it's interesting because, I don't know, I've been unsatisfied with any of my media-consuming devices. Like, the PlayStation doesn't have all the apps all the things I want. Uh, my TV has most of the things, but it also sucks. I know <laughs> I said it was pretty good before, and that was just because I was pleased that it had more things than the PlayStation. But it, it's mostly just okay. Like, it's fine. It functions. It'll do for now. But I really would like something better. Like, I don't ever want to have to press the source button on the TV again. <laughs> it's really annoying. It's the uh, worst. I'm not. I'm not that worried about the source button. Although I will say, if you are worried about the source button, you should get that universal remote I recommended. It remains amazing. I actually, I haven't had the remote. I, <laughs> wow! I, never, I, I ordered it. Sean just just appeared more, it out more, of thin air. He more, magicked it. More crap I've bought. Uh, no, it's because I've got Monday Night Football playing. So if I get bored with you guys, I can just look over the monitor. <laughs> Uh, no, I actually went ahead and, um, went ahead and did the Harmony remote. I, I didn't do the same one Dan did. Um, I did, uh, a different model and I love it. Uh, so Dan at least steered me in the right way of the company, but, um, yeah, I agree. I think a, a good universal remote can really fix a kind of source problem. Yeah. <clears throat> you should look into it, Colby. I might. I might. Um, see, the thing is, I don't have, like... Like, I only have one thing that uses a remote, though. And that's the TV. Well, but yeah. now you'll have your... Doesn't the Logitech Harmony do Bluetooth as well? Yeah, I use it with my Roku. It works great. Yeah, so it can turn PlayStations on and off. Uh, use Roku's. Yeah. All right. I'll I'll consider. Okay. <laughs> we almost have them converted. <laughs> All right. What else do we got here? Well, I have a sto- I have actually two stories I personally want to talk about. Okay. So, you are free to do that. Uh, I am free to roam about the cabin. Uh, one <laughs> of them really. I am going to go full on rant mode. Whew. And it's about mobile payments. Aha. Uh-huh. Dan knows what I'm talking about. So we saw this. I'll preface this by saying this is brilliant PR by Apple. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure as soon as CVS and Walgreens or whatever were like, oh, we're not going to support Apple Pay, Apple PR was like, oh, hey, check out this like white paper on how their solution works. Look how (laughs) terrible it is. Anyways, keep going. It wouldn't surprise me. (laughs) So uh, last week we saw the launch of Apple Pay, which was Apple's payment solution. You put your credit cards in your iPhone, NFC. Boop, you pay, uh, you're good to go. People seem to really like the experience available at a select number of retailers. But interestingly enough, since Apple Pay is on an, the NFC kind of 
general standard, you can use that stores that have had NFC for years that aren't necessarily Apple Pay partners. <clears throat> well, a couple of them, including uh, Best Buy and uh, Rite Aid uh, and CVS, among others, decided to turn off their NFC readers at their stores, not just for Apple Pay, mind you, but for any NFC payments, whether it's Google Wallet or SoftCard or any of these other uh, NFC payment services. So people started asking questions. Why would they turn off a service that people seem to like and use? Well, it's because a bunch of these retailers got together and decided to do something I would call on the verge of monopolistic. And that would be force their own payment solution down consumers' throats. It's called Current C. I'll let that sink in. Uh, it is a payment service spearheaded by the MXC or the Merchant was it MCX Merchant Customer Exchange, something like that. It's a uh, group of uh, retailers headed by Walmart. Uh, you would know a lot of other major ones in there. Seven Eleven, Dunkin' Donuts. Um, it's a massive list of very big retailers who decided they didn't want to pay credit card transaction fees, which are on average about two percent of your purchase if you use a credit card. So they decided rather than use Apple Pay, which uses your credit card or Google Wallet, which uses your credit card, they would launch their own solution that used your bank account, which they don't have to pay a fee on if you give them your bank account information. The same goes for prepaid debit cards or uh, bank-issued debit cards uh, because it goes straight through the bank and not through a Visa or MasterCard. Well, because Current C is backed by such large groups to be part of the MXC, you had to sign an exclusivity agreement with them that you wouldn't use any other payment service, including NFC. Despite the fact that Current C hasn't launched yet and won't until at minimum mid-next year. <laughs> That's awesome. The other problem with Current C is the way it works, right? The beauty of Apple Pay and NFC is you just – your finger on the button and you just tap. You just tap. It's so have you easy. used it yet, Sean? No, because oh. because I have uh, all off-brand credit cards that don't work with Apple Pay. <laughs> oh no! I know. I'm not a real adult. I, that's my next step is to get a real credit card like an adult. Um, but currency uses our favorite piece of cutting edge cellular telephone technology, the QR code, to process payments. That's right. You will go up to your register at the Walmart, which is I'm sure busy loud and staffed with quality employees and you will take your phone and you will attempt to use the camera to scan a qr code generated at the register or oh you scan the qr code yes <laughs> in some cases that will happen in others they will scan your phone if it doesn't work you will have to manually enter a number generated on your phone into the keypad at the register to pay wow yeah I'm isn't excited. that great but it gets- um, that, so so that's that's basically how um, I think I mentioned this before. It's called Level Up, mm-hmm. which a bunch of places. That's so Level Up. Like it'll it generates like every time you want to pay, it generates a QR code on your phone screen. And like when you go to a place, they have like some sort of Level Up reader, and you just scan your QR code. Um, but yeah, slight aside. Nope. I uh, thank you. Uh, but it gets better. But it gets better. Because it is all digital and it's an integrated system because you use the currency app, it loads your receipts into the app, which means you can use your loyalty cards and get coupons, which is fine. But it also means that Walmart and the MXC and these other giant companies have a record of every single thing you've ever bought. And they log them and track them, including one particularly disturbing area, health information. For example, they will know every time you bought Tylenol or your glucose medicine. And they will literally log it and store it for you. Now, with companies like Target and Home Depot being hacked, it's one thing for them to steal my Visa card, but to steal my bank account and health information <laughs> from a company I trust as much as Walmart. Now, so so the thing like Apple is the Apple Pay is almost the opposite, right? They like don't know any. It's completely anonymized, so they don't have any information. Exactly, exactly. It's between I you see. and your bank, as it should be. And one more thing, even better, this is the greatest thing ever. In the terms of service of currency, on the flip side, 
Under the law, your credit card company has to protect you from fraud. For example, Colby, if someone stole your Visa or MasterCard and bought a trip to Tahiti, you're not liable. Mm -hmm. That's how credit cards work. In the express terms of service of currency, these companies are not liable if someone steals your account information from them, whether they take your phone from you or they hack into the store. But they don't have access to your Visa card, no. They have access to your bank account. And these companies aren't liable. I like it. I like it. Fucking believable. This is just <sighs> like one thing after another. I'm like, this can't get any stupider. <laughs> and then they go on. And, and, and it just gets back to this point that Apple in their announcement of Apple Pay said, nobody is doing this right because no one's thought about the consumers. What is easiest for the consumers? And normally that kind of sounds like Apple just announcement BS, right? It's magical and revolutionary. But you look at current C and it is the perfect system <laughs> for retailers. They don't pay credit card fees. They're not liable if your information gets stolen. They track everything you've ever bought. And they don't have to put in NFC readers at their registers, which have an additional fee. It's literally the worst thing for customers and the best thing. For retailers. Like, you think Comcast is a shitty company. Like, this is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even, even if this existed, even if this existed, I wouldn't have a problem with it. If it weren't exclusive, right? Mm -hmm. So if I want to pay at a Dunkin' Donuts, I can, I'll still be able to use cash or my credit card. But if I want any kind of interesting digital payment, it has to exclusively be currency. And that is my rant about how stupid this this thing is it just i can't tell you it really bugs me so i i will take solace in the fact that like it's obviously it's probably going to be a crappy experience and i think consequently no one is going to use it i hope not i that's no, i, can I think, guarantee you no one will use it but i'm not sure that it will matter in the in the short term you know, like if no one uses it in the first six months, how long will it take them to back out of those contracts and lawyer up and go through all that crap and then get the new ones installed and configured and it'd be yeah. years. And and that's like for the first six months after it finally launches in a year and a half. Right. <laughs> if yeah. it finally yeah. launches that's a good in point. a year and a half. And I will mention background on current C, it was launched in 2011, but the, the, the like company and project itself. It's been ongoing for years. Yeah. Partner companies include Gap, Old Navy, 7-Eleven, Kohl's, Lowe's, Sears, Kmart, Bed Bath & Beyond, Stop & Shop, Wendy's, nearly all major U.S. gas station chains, among others. Mm. I do like Wendy's and the Gap, so that's, <laughs> that's a bummer. I, all I can imagine is Colby sitting at like a booth in Wendy's with like a gap bag next to him, like, <laughs> just, just with his frosty. Today was a good day. Today was a good day. And that, when that I picture that, he's definitely at a rest stop because he had to go. He had to go a ways to get to the gap. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I like that vision. I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how this can end well, um, but we'll have to wait and see. I really hope it blows up in their face. I really do. And, and the other thing I will say is it's believed – one of the things that it's believed they will do to get customers to use the service is offer um, really strong discounts like 5% off everything if you pay with currency, um, which they'll make back between the data collection and the credit card processing fees. Um, and I'd be interested to see if these businesses do it and if that makes a difference. But we're still a ways off from that. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll see. Now, the other story I really wanted to talk about was uh, Inbox. Mm. Which uh, I got thanks to Colby. Yeah, I but, figured out how to send an invite. But it's useless to me because I don't use my personal Gmail, only my work Gmail. It doesn't work with apps accounts. What the, what the hell is going on inside <laughs> of Google that nothing works with apps accounts? Like, know. one would think... Isn't their own email apps accounts? Yeah. Because it's at google.com. Wouldn't that be it's I can guarantee you it's not, otherwise everything would work. But right. <laughs> it would make so much sense if it was. And then then all of this stuff would work on apps and personal Gmail and everything would be beautiful. 
there's there's some really nasty gnarly legacy code that's a hacked together thing that allows apps to exist and I guarantee you so like put together in like three months let like oh Gmail just be the special snowflake uh, and then apps will this we'll do it right here and or I don't know what happened but uh, yeah that's the worst anyways inbox for Gmail um. So, Dan, you haven't used it. I opened it up and swiped some of my many 13,000 unread emails away, and then I got bored with that pretty quickly. I do, I like the concept. Like, if I had actual emails in my personal Gmail that I cared about, wanted to read and take actions on, then I could see it being very useful. Well, before I get... Uh, your your thoughts and my thoughts. Let's just quickly... Google announced a new app called Inbox that works with its Gmail service to have a new spin on how you do your email. We've talked about on the show, it seems like a million times, about how we deal with email and how to best deal with email and good email apps. Um, what this specifically does is it tries to turn your inbox less about mail and more into a to-do list or an actionable type of scenario so it begins with them looking at all your messages and bundling them into things like travel or updates or those kinds of things um there's a a reminders list right at the top of the app where you can pin emails to um and add reminders yourself um one swipe to get rid of mail whether you snooze it or archive it um let's see what else yeah that's kind of most of it it's a uh it's shiny. Yeah, that's most of it, but it, it works really well. I I wanted to love it. I really mm-hmm. did. And there's one major flaw with this product. Go on. You can't delete your mail. Or I should be more clear. You can delete your mail, but uh, you have to do it from a submenu. You can't swipe to delete. Sean, why are you deleting your mail? Because I don't want it anymore. Uh, Sean, 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 we live in the future. You don't have to delete anything. Yeah. That, no, I don't want, like, Bed Bath & Beyond emails. And I don't want William Sonoma emails. Archive them. Um, Set up a filter and... No, but that... Why can't... But why can't they just do a swipe to let me delete the mail? It's not hard. Mailbox does it. I've used Mailbox and it's great. I can do the swiping, but I can also delete my mail. I bet Mailbox didn't have delete in V1 either. <laughs> I, I, come on. I feel like that's an obvious need. Like, we built a great email service, but you can't delete your messages. Google doesn't want you to delete your messages. But there are some messages I'll just never need. <laughs> you should see, Dan, I'm going to archive them. I, I know, Sean. You know what? I have a new idea. I'm going to set up a filter to take all the mail I normally delete. And I'm going to forward it to Dan Miller's email address. <laughs> the best way to get rid of my mail. I'm just going to send it all to Dan. Sean, you know you can like unsubscribe from those email lists, right? <laughs> and then they stop sending it to you. That's it, Colby. Then more – like I just – actually, I'm using it for the show. This is a, an iced coffee maker that I got my mother for her birthday at Williams-Sonoma. Now I get Williams-Sonoma emails. And I'll unsubscribe. You gotta use that unsubscribe me I, uh, app or whatever. You know, I tried, and it and it was really it screwed up my mail. Like it, uh, what was it? Unroll me was at least. It was oh yeah, yeah. And mm. it ended up deleting, and and getting rid of mail I didn't want it to, and it was it wasn't very good to use. I had to stop using it. It was a good idea. Uh, maybe this is just me complaining. I, I, it's a beautiful app. I think it looks great, but it's just not. It's like we talked about. We each handle mail differently. It's not really applicable to how how I handle email. Well, that's fair enough. I know. Indeed. That's. I. But I really just wanted to complain about how you they make it hard to delete email. Like I just I don't. That's really silly, Google. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, Yeah, I'm always mad. Let's do more news. What would you like to talk about? We can talk about Fitbits, Amazon going broke, or Facebook rooms. Uh, It's Colby's turn to pick. Have either of you used Facebook rooms? Because I haven't because I don't have an iPhone. I (laughs) No, I haven't. I used it for about 30 seconds and found it utterly... It was very much a slingshot experience where I used it for about 30 seconds, found it useless, and then turned it off. Yeah. Um... 
what it, I don't, I'm not sure I understand. It's just, and I can show you what it looks like. It's just kind of like micro chat rooms in a way around a given topic, mm-hmm. but it's mostly just people. If you go into like those with decent sizes around common topics, it's kind of garbage. And it's just people posting stuff. So let me, so here I the verge posted their share link. So this is, uh, you know, someone posted a question, iPhone six or iPhone six plus, and then people commented on it with their comments. It's just random people commenting on things I don't care about. Yeah. Um, no, but if there was like a Maris college one, which I think there is, right? I could see, I mean, I have Facebook messenger group chats with people that I could see this being more relevant because you post images and comment and, and that might be relevant, but I think it's going to take a while to work its way down to kind of those super localized groups. So do you like, is it, are these things like open to anyone? Is that the point? Well, the way it works, I think you can, I don't, that's actually a really good question, but the way it works is, let me show you. Hang on, I gotta go back. The way it works is, again, it's based around QR codes, so you actually get a QR code. Oh, boy. I know. And to be fair, I actually think it's a neat way to do it. It's kind of you know complicated. But what you do is you take a screenshot of the code. So if someone emails it to you or posts it to your messages, you take a screenshot. And then Rooms constantly scans your camera roll. And as soon as it detects a new QR code, it automatically adds that room. Uh, so an interesting implementation, but now I have a bunch of QR codes in my camera roll, which is kind of annoying. So oh, that that is annoying. Yeah, you didn't it, want those there. <laughs> they're backed up to iCloud Drive now. They're everywhere, so, so you have them forever. Damn it. Yeah, I, I could, I could, I see the uses for it. It's just kind of crappy today. It, it's like I said, it's just a, a really, it's a micro chat room. That's all. Yeah. Nothing more, nothing less. All right. Um, Not excited. No. Let's do... What time is it? We have time to quickly talk through... I don't know. Pick pick one. Fitbits, Amazon. Mm-hmm. What's the Amazon? Wait. Amazon... I mean, I'm not committing yet. I'm not committing. They lost a bunch of money. Amazon oh. is bleeding money like it's nobody's business, yeah. mainly on failures like the Fire Phone. Never mind the fact it bought Twitch for a billion dollars. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And I mean, when you say it like that, they didn't lose that much money, no. I guess. No, but you know they literally have a warehouse somewhere filled with Fire Phones that are collecting dust. Um, so that didn't help either. And it's, it's just, it's, they're aggressively spending. Yeah. That's not that interesting. Let's talk about Fitbit. All right. Let's, nice. let's talk about <laughs> Fitbit indeed. So, uh, I think we teased it last week and ran out of time. These have been leaking like a broken pipe. It's been crazy. <laughs> I was going to say, I've seen these already. I thought. <laughs> yeah. Like for the last like three weeks, they have leaked everywhere well they're finally announced fitbit announced a new line of products three new products in fact um we will start with the lesser of the three the fitbit charge a 129 dollar device that's really just an update of if you ever use the fitbit force um similar to that i use the fitbit force yeah similar they claim it's a better design easier to wear all day long um it is uh, just basic health stuff, steps, distance traveled, floor climbed, and a sleeping habit. Um, why is my phone... Did, did you hear my little sports center? I didn't, actually. Oh, because the Redskins are leading the Cowboys, and Tony Romo got injured in the third. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, he's got some kind of neck back injury, which is really promising for a quarterback. Um <laughs> Not that you and that. that's not coming out until 2015, right? <laughs> the Tony Romo. It's been long overdue. Uh, no. no, no, I meant the... <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Um, I, when I scroll to the end of the article, Dan, I will tell you, because it doesn't say where I'm reading. Well... Ugh, all right, I'll do it now. Uh, the charge is available now. The others will be available uh, early 2015. Cool. So you can buy uh, this now. Uh, the charge nice. also will show you uh, caller ID on the phone if you get a phone call. Now, if you want to upgrade, 
you can go to the charge HR doesn't stand for human resources. It stands for heart rate. Um, and it's essentially the same as the charge, but it uses a sensor to track uh, your heart rate as you're using the device. Uh, you're going to pay 149 for this, so a $20 upgrade, which I don't know why you wouldn't just put in the extra 20 and get the heart tracking. Because then you don't get it until 2015. Uh, I get, You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, and it does drain the power faster. Mm, so by it. about two days, they claim. Um, and then if you're really going for gusto, and you're really, you're really going for it, you're going to get the surge. And the surge is the charge HR, but it includes a, a GPS tracker, which is great if you're a runner and don't want to take your phone with you. It will track your GPS as you run, and you can sync later. It also has a touchscreen display, music controls, and you can see call and text notifications with customizable watch faces. Sound familiar? Kind of like the Pebble Steel I, re- I uh, reviewed last week. It also has the uh, heart rate tracking as well and all the other features um, I described. They claim it lasts seven full days on a single battery. And um, there you go. So as I said, uh, available the charge is available at 129 now, and you'll have to wait for the charge HR at 149 and the surge at 250 uh, for early 2015. Now, are you guys still – you guys had fitness trackers at some point. Are you still using them? No. I don't. No, mine fell apart. I've been considering. I've been considering doing the fit the my flex again. Oh no! Yeah. Sad times. So, so do any of these particularly speak to you? No, I would never buy one that wasn't the flex because it has the replaceable bands. Yeah. Oh Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Bad news bears. Yep. Uh. Interesting. So you're all about the. Uh, yeah, I guess this one. If this one had a replaceable band, I'd be a little less bummed out. Yeah, because I mean, if my if it hadn't had a replaceable band, it would have been Gonzo's like six months before I stopped using it. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. So the problem with Fitbit now is it it doesn't ink uh, it doesn't work with HealthKit. They have mm. decided not to work with HealthKit. Uh, Jawbone does, and I still have a brand new Jawbone that they sent after my other one broke, waiting in the bucket over in the living room. So, uh, but I notice now they make Jawbones with Bluetooth. Uh, so I think the one I had, you had to plug it in through the headphone jack, is yeah, pretty jank. I remember that. Uh, or you just wait for the Apple Watch, which is. I know. One of us has to get it. Yeah, but that's yeah. a big that's a big price hike. If you're that's just true. looking for fitness. That's true. That's it's true. That's expensive. I think I think that's the problem, right? You really gotta figure out where does that line fall for you between fitness and the extra features. Because some people are gonna say, just get me the flex or something like that. I just care about steps and sleeping. And then there are gonna be people who say, I want the Apple Watch, I want to do everything. And then there are gonna be those people awkwardly in the middle who these kind of new devices are for, where it's like, I do really care about the fitness, but I don't need apps and all this. And I think uh, Fitbit is smart in having a really good range of devices. Um, yeah. D- depending on who you are. Um, I think it's, uh, I think it's neat. I've started using my pebble as a, a tracker and I've got it syncing with about four different apps and health kit. It's all very complicated and I'm still trying to figure it out because <laughs> it's like, it'll sync to one app and then that app syncs to health kit and then health kit syncs to another app. It, it's really complicated, but I'm working. Sounds out. elaborate. Sure is. So yeah, new Fitbits coming soon to a uh, store near you. Are there still stores that sell things? I think there's a Best Buy down the street for me. <laughs> that the one Best Buy. <laughs> I went there once to buy a modem, and they didn't have any. They were wow. all sold out. They were like, "We'll we'll have more on Thursday." To be fair, that was like it was it was the weekend after Labor Day, which was the week that like school started, so all the college kids moved in, and that's when they so, sell a ton of modems. Right, right, because everyone moved in and everyone needed a modem. Um, so I'm willing to give them a sort of pass, but they really fucked me. That's they didn't I feel like I feel like be- calling it a best buy is kind of misleading advertising. It was a buy. It, it was a Wait, good Colby, buy. Wait, did you end up getting a phone? 
Uh, yeah, it's supposed to come on Thursday. Uh, Thor's I, day. Yes, yeah. Um, day of Thor. It, the last I checked, it was in China. I'm going to look again. Yeah, we're really excited at work for Cyber Thor's Day, which is going to be just crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that concludes the news for today. God, there was a lot, including some carryover from last week, but I thought it went well. I was satisfied. Nice. So I think that means we have to move on to picks. Uh, anyone want to go first? I'll go first. Oh, uh, all right. Slow down. Go for it. Uh, so I have two picks. The first pick is Postmates.com. And Postmates is... Sean's laughing at me. I don't know why. <laughs> I just noticed your other pick. No, you go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that uh, one before. Yeah, I sent Colby that when I first saw that website. It's one of my favorites. Uh, but first, my first pick, Postmates.com is sort of a better uh, Seamless, and I've only used this once, so it's not a full review, but I'm really excited about the concept. So Seamless is, you go online, you order food, the the food establishment receives it and sends one of their delivery people to your place to deliver the food, which works great. What Postmates is, is you order food through their website. They order the food on your behalf to the restaurant, and they send one of their own delivery people there to pick it up and bring it to you. So you can order food from places that don't even have delivery. But you can also order all sorts of other things. Beer, cocktails, Halloween costumes. It's super cool. Uh, So I'm really excited about Postmates.com. That's amazing. Uh, They're in a couple different markets, New York, San Francisco, the, the usuals. Uh, they also have they they do the alcohol thing by having their own Postmates store that does the delivery, uh, which I'm sure I don't know why that is, but I thought that was neat. My other pick is let me get the exact. Uh, I don't know, too many tabs. Do do do. There we go. Uh, pictures of people scanning QR codes uh, It is a Tumblr with no posts. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> it took me a minute to get it. It really did. <laughs> but I appreciated it. That was Good very stuff. Funny. Uh, cool. All right. Postmates. And uh, that's that's really... Uh, I, I don't have a lot of want or desire to live in a city. Things like Postmates is really what, what, what would get me to make the uh, the switch. Yeah. Because I'm lazy. Um, all right. Well, uh, I think Colby and I are both doing Netflix picks. Uh, yep. I'm, I'm going to jump in and go first. Actually, I'm going to... You know what? I'm going to do two picks, too. Because if Dan can do it, then oh, I can the do fuck? it. I know. If you're all doing two picks, I gotta find another pick now. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, that's gonna save your pick for next week too. I had three picks, but wow, off. I just happen to have mine, so I guess I'll do both. Uh, they're gonna be quick. So, uh, on Netflix, if you were a fan of really excellent documentaries, this is one of my favorite documentary series I have ever seen ever, ever. It's called Thirty for Thirty. They were done by ESPN. Uh a few years ago and now they've continued it. It originally began as just 30 films for the 30th anniversary of ESPN, the network um, based around 30 interesting stories around sports. And they got like big name directors to come in and each do a movie each on a story. Um, And they're just some of the most well done, interesting, even if you're not a huge sports person, just the stories, some you may have never heard and some you see in a whole new light. It's on Netflix. You can search 30 for 30. Uh, they were taken off Netflix for a while. They all just went back on. I spent like almost this entire weekend just marathoning 30 for 30 documentaries because they're so riveting. I'm going to give you uh, three quick recommendations of where to start with 30 for 30 because there's a lot of them. There's like over 30. Um, so Small there's Potatoes. What? <laughs> there's There's a lot. Small Potatoes, Who Killed the USFL? Interesting, if you've never heard of the United States Football League, it was a football league that existed in the mid-80s for, like, four years. And was really interesting and really cool, and played football in the spring until Donald Trump came in and essentially bankrupted them. Really interesting. 
I also just rewatched 9.79, which is the story of Ben Johnson, the track and field star who won the gold medal and broke the world record in the 88 Seoul Olympic Games, only to test positive for performance-enhancing drugs. This was before it was a big thing. And it's not only interesting for that, but they interview all the track stars of the time, including American legend and icon Carl Lewis, you know, gazillion-time gold medal winner, who the whole time says, I'm the great guy, and I never use drugs, and look at me, I'm a hero, and he comes off looking like a real tool and like he totally did drugs. Really great <laughs> film. Um, and the last I'm going to give you is Elway to Marino. This was a more recent one, where in the 1983 NFL draft, the first to be televised, they drafted six quarterbacks in the first round, starting with the great John Elway and ending with the great Dan Marino, and they take you literally through every single pick of the first round of that year's draft and tell you what happens with each team, with each player, how they traded the picks. Really well done documentary. Uh, I can't speak highly enough. 30 for 30 on Netflix. Um and I went long on my first pick, so I'll pass my second on to Colby. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to do two picks because I don't don't have another thing to pick. Um, but, so my pick on Friday, I was bored and I didn't have anything to do. And I had a pizza. So I decided to sit down and watch some TV. And I noticed there was a new Netflix original series in my in my queue or in, in the like recommended, you know, Netflix series. Um, and it's a Netflix. So yeah, so I said this already, but it's an, it's a, it's a new Netflix original. Um, and it's called Peaky Blinders. Um, and it's basically about, it's about like a gang in England in, in like, I guess it's post world war one England in um i don't remember what the city is called but the gang is called the peaky blinders and it's pretty good i really i really enjoyed it it's it's kind of short like the episodes are an hour but i think this the whole season is only six episodes um so that was kind of interesting but as a result of it being only six episodes i finished it on friday night so yeah, that's what I did on Friday. Takes so place have... in Birmingham, England, yes. where where I have been. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it was cool. It's like Birmingham definitely looks like perhaps a place where gang activity once took place. <laughs> yeah, it's like super industrial and like post-war, and it like it was kind of interesting because like all the gang members were like veterans, like they had all fought in 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 France, um, and they came back and now they were in a gang and they like in some senses continued their war, <laughs> um, but it was it was just kind of cool. Um, I enjoyed it. It was like short, short and sweet, but a good story. I'd recommend it if you got some time to kill. Cool. Peaky Blinders on Netflix. I guess what we're saying is if you don't have Netflix, you're kind of missing out. Yes. Who doesn't have Netflix? What are you doing? I feel like it's like electricity, internet, sewage, and <laughs> and beer. And then you're covered. Oh, yeah. I uh, can't forget the beer. So that's it. That, All right. That concludes the show. You gentlemen have anything else you want to add? Uh, So... I I I have it. My iPhone is coming, but I also have something else coming this week that that is pretty exciting. I'm excited about, um, but I'm not going to mention what it is <laughs> until next week. Till next week at the very earliest. It's, it's not one of these, is it? An eye poop? No, no. <laughs> yeah, but I've got my fingers crossed. He got the Nexus Nine, just to it's, be different. It's not. It's not an Apple device. Interesting. Mm. Mm. What a great tease! I couldn't even. <laughs> Man, you really nailed it. Uh, I was just gonna plug Change Mode, which is back and had its first new episode, now available True, online wherever finer internets are sold. Uh, changemo.de. Uh, it was concurrency models chapter one and two, and we're gonna try and follow it up again this week. I think so. Yeah. 
Good. Do, do your homework, Time to get kids. your functional programming on. Oh, it's going to be great. Changemo.de is the website at Change Mode Show on Twitter uh, for information when the new episode gets posted. Um, this is Don't Panic. Monday evenings we do this show on our website, don'tpanic.io. There you get all the really excellent information, including past episodes, audio, video, and subscribe. Please, that's how you get the show right away when it gets posted on iTunes, Stitcher, RSS, YouTube, uh, all the links are on our website, and please, social media at Don't Panic Show, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash Don't Panic Show. Um, we give you all the updates there, uh, so join us there, and join us next week. We'll have even more Don't Panic. Uh, on behalf of Colby and Dan, I am Sean Jennings, wishing you all a fair good night. This show is brewed fresh weekly by the Coffee and Beer Podcast Network. Get all our shows at our website, coffeeandbeer.tv.